Seven titties of the tots. Seven titties on my potato tots. Potato Seven tots. titties on my cock. Oh. Baby bottle pop. Baby, Baby bottle, bottle pop. pop. Hey, everybody. My name is Jaren. My name is Lars. Our pronouns are he, him. And we are... Your hosts... Of... Typically... Divergent... Podcast... Baby nipple pop. (laughs) (laughs) Baby nipple Nipple pop. pop. Baby nipple pop. What was your favorite 90s candy? Uh, The um, the gum that came in like the... (sighs) The tape gum? Yes. Yes. The pink one? Yes. And the Band-Aid gum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it came in like the metal tin. Gum was a big deal. Remember zebra gum? Still and around. Then, Shit um, tasted good for like two seconds, yep, and, then and then you spit gone. it out or you swallow it. Whatever. Which, <laughs> 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 I have been swallowing so much gum lately. You've been swallowing something else. <laughs> um. Also the ba- the baseball gum. Oh, and big league chew. Where you had to like pull it out like tobacco. Yes. <laughs> no wonder. And cigarette candy. Yes, they still sell that. So good. And cigar gum. Mm-hmm. God, they they literally were like, "Hey, millennials, mm-hmm. um, fuck your lives up at a very <laughs> early age. We know that you're. It's at that point, smoking cigarettes. We had learned of the dangers of it. Yeah, we, are, so we knew better. We got to get these kids to be interested in these things when they get older, so that we can make them customers. So let's give them cigarette sticks. Let's give them um, cigar gum. Mm-hmm. So tell me about." Um... Your happenings since the last time I saw you. Absolutely freaking nothing. Great. I got sick this past week. Uh, got, got the man cold. Um, it started Sunday. It ended Wednesday late afternoon. No, I don't have COVID because I could taste and stuff. Yeah. And I took a test. I was negative. It's fine. Yeah. Um, just a cold. Just a cold. So, yeah. yeah. How, what, what's <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your week. <laughs> Last weekend, I went to my convention, which was a gay old time. Gay mm-hmm. old time. Gay old time. Um, I got to meet a lot of really cool people who I was working with. Okay. Very fabulous individuals. And I did something a little different than I don't usually do like at conventions. I did security and line control. Okay. It was fun. Is that where that shirt came from? Yeah. Okay. This is Mothman. Oh, are you guys interested in cryptids? Because I would love for us to talk about the Mothman. Yeah. This is done by a um, artist, if, I believe in, from indie. His name is Donald England. Okay. Have you seen Black Phone? I've seen the trailer. Did you watch that movie I told you about yet? Uh, Barbarian? Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was up? wild. I liked how they did like the storyline, the timeline of yeah. the house. That was really cool. Yeah. That, um, that but, got cut out of last week's episode, but if anybody's interested, it's a really fucked up movie. It's called Barbarian. It's on Hulu. Anyway. Um, at Horrorhound, they had the van that they used in the movie. Okay. Now I'm going to have to go watch totally the movie. cool. Did you touch it? No. Oh. You could take pictures with it, but I wasn't going to pay for it. Oh, oh, that's right. This is an event where, like, if you want to meet a celebrity, or yeah. you have to pay, yeah, instead of like you pay a fee to get in and then you have access to everybody, you have yeah. to pay for each person. And then there's a company there called Celebrity Photo Ops, yeah, that you pay ahead of time to get a single professional photo taken. Oh, and that's extra that you pay for before you come. Oh. And I've and I've gotten to do that a couple times. Oh, you pay before you come. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it's I like a never... it's like an eight by ten. Wow. But the director of Child's Play and Fright Night and Psycho Two was there. Tom Holland. Oh. Not that Tom Holland. Not like young Tom Holland. This was right. an older Tom. Not Spider Man. He. Um. I went up to him. I was just like, hey, I just wanted to say hi and. He was just like, well, I'll just take get a picture with you. You've been working, haven't you, the event? And I was just like, yeah. He was just like, I'll just give you a picture. I, I, bet, I screamed I internally. Bet, I bet directors and producers and people who like are not in front of the camera get so excited when someone yeah. recognizes them. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Tom Holland. He's like, oh, wow, you recognize me? What? Yeah. I also got to meet... Okay, his name is Robert Kurtzman, and he is the... He's like a special effects... Not effects, but like a... um. He works with prosthetics, mm-hmm. and he have you ever seen the movie Tusk? He did the the full like suit, the walrus suit. Okay, and he also Ugh. did a couple of Freddy's masks, Freddy okay. Krueger's masks, like prosthetics for like the uh, film industry. And I got a picture and a oh okay an autograph from him. But other than seeing the celebs and being able to like oh, um, Katie no Kathy. Najimi, who is the one of the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, I saw that. I worked in her line. Yeah, meaning like I, I helped like guide the line in and to meet her mm-hmm. and like talk to the peeps while they were waiting to see her, and she was very very nice. I bet she really is. like her. I bet she has. Yeah. A woman who has worked with Bette Midler, right? You <laughs> better be nice. Yeah, she's very nice. Um, but like I said, other than meeting the celebs, um, I got to meet a lot of cool volunteers that i worked with and i got to meet a lot of cool just horror fans yeah and it's really really a good feeling to be in a building Mm -hmm. with people who like the same shit as you yes it's really exciting yeah awesome i'm glad you had a really good time do you get um event drops yep yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) especially when i was by myself yeah i was by myself in a hotel room Oh. <laughs> I oh. could do what I wanted. I could go home when I wanted. I could go to bed when I want. Oh, so cute. And Lars sent me a picture of him meeting Taylor Swift when I was in, back in the day. When I was 18, I think. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, look at you. You should put it on Instagram. <laughs> Are you comfortable with me doing that? Yeah. Okay. When, by the time this episode is out, there that photo will be there. So by proxy, I have already met Taylor. I showed some of the kids at work. That picture. That picture. And they're like, it doesn't look like you, but I see your eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Anytime I see a picture of you prior to your transitioning journey, mm-hmm. I, can, I can always see it in your eyes. Yeah. Because your hair being as long as it used to be, mm-hmm. I'm like, you do look like a whole different person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that I know that like, as a trans person, you probably want to hear that. Um, I don't care. I enjoyed the way I looked. Okay. I thought I was really pretty. Okay. Thank well, you. And I, you. You were really cute. I was cute. You were so cute. I was adorable. I know. <laughs> I had <laughs> big ass titties. You I did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Those boobs were huge. And once I got my braces off, oof. I was so cute. <sighs> okay. So um, how's your head? It's okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. There has just been, I've had some anxiety and some like, reoccurring thoughts that are resurfacing Mm -hmm. that I have to ignore because I know it's like my OCD. Mm -hmm. So like that stuff has been kind of like creeping up and I've been having to work through that Mm -hmm. and that can kind of bring me, bring me down, obviously. How's your head? Um, it's fine. I've been having some 
like old distorted thinking that's been coming back up, I know that it's just because like I worry about money a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because that stressor comes up and is lingers around, then it allows other things that I have worried about in the past to come back up. You know, it's almost like it opens the door. Yeah. Or like it breaks a crack and then like other things kind of leak out of that. Yeah. So, and I haven't, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I know I've talked about it with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, and people who will go on a healing journey, you'll, you'll feel like you're not making any progress and then you'll start to see progress. And then you have one small moment where there's like a, a small step back. And then you think, oh my God, like, why am I not over this? Why am, why are these things still here? And then I have to remind myself, like, look at where you've come, look at where you've come from and look at how far you have come from that point. Like, obviously you've made some progress and like these thoughts and like these feelings are still going to happen and it's going to be okay. What's not okay is thinking that like all of this work has been for nothing. And so I have to stop myself and be like, Hey, like, it's okay. Everything's fine. You know, you're yeah. just you're just having a moment. So that's normal. It is. I look at people and I'm like, there are people in this world that like don't have the thoughts that I do. I'm like, how the fuck do you live? <laughs> what is life like? Hey, if you don't have any like mental health problems or you think you don't have any mental health problems, will you please write in? Because I would like to pick your brain apart. Not to give you any like problems to think about, but I want to know what it's like to not feel depression anxiety panic like obtrusive thoughts too like what is that like yeah being able to just walk around and just like be and to exist and just (laughs) yeah yeah and be present yeah that must be really nice yeah dozer i know you want dead dozer wants some of daddy's pumpkin spice creamer Ooh, bitch <gasps> pumpkin spice launched today y'all i know it did buddy I, i'm sure everybody who has a brain knows uh pumpkin spice was launched today at starbucks um i do not consume uh starbucks as much as i used to because it's no longer free for me um and i (laughs) (laughs) the only reason why i drank so much of it was because it was fucking Mm -hmm. free um and i also loved like walking in and be like these are my partner numbers it made me feel like a special little person because you are a special little person yeah because it was a cult (laughs) oh god I am a huge fan of eggnog in my coffee. Ooh, I'm just a huge fan of eggnog. Yeah, eggnog period. in general. Yeah, don't cut it. There's just I don't know the the memes that come out <laughs> around the wintertime where they're like, look, if you can drink eggnog, you can swallow. Okay. <laughs> and when I used to work at a coffee shop, and we had eggnog lattes, which was just steamed eggnog, there was no espresso and, in yeah, it. Yeah, but there's not. Yes, there were. There should have been. Oh, Jesus I Christ. I didn't make it, right? Then it was cut with non-fat milk. Yes. And when they were like, oh, we got to cut it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you cutting this shit? Like, just have it the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then I had this supervisor. Hey, Tabitha, I, I, I miss you so much. I tell you that all the time. Never, Still never, still never text you and ask you to hang out because I feel like you're going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> and she'd be like, Ugh, I, I'm like, uh, I just want to uncut. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you drink that. It's so disgusting. It's so thick. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what Danny likes. <laughs> Did you say that to her? Well, no, because I wanted to be a manager, and like, why would I ever say anything that would get right. me in trouble? Never say something so racy. 
Because I, because I, I would never say anything like that to my manager. No, never. No, but uh, <laughs> my my old 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 manager at that lo- at that specific location, she and I, we would. Oh my god, like we weren't like necessarily inappropriate, but I would like push the boundary because I was like, I want you to like me. Fuck, one time this very, very attractive male and female couple came in and she was over on the other end of the store and I was over here and I like got on headset and I was like, you want to help me break up a marriage? (laughs) (laughs) And she looked over and she's like, nah, not my type. And I was like, okay, let me know when you find one that is your type. There you go. There you go. (sighs) So, okay. What are we talking about today, Jaren? So, speaking of cults... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so this episode we do have a trigger warning for this episode we are going to be talking about uh cultism um extremism radical religions um religious trauma so if you are unable to listen to this this week's episode we fully understand please put yourself first and we will uh, see you next week and this is us signing out for you bye, bye. I really, well, so like full transparency, we've, I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries lately and lately I watched one uh, where they were talking about the entertainment center and they were interviewing this woman and she was like, I know that people in this industry don't need to be like pushing their agenda or like talk about politics and stuff. And it's like, just be there, be pretty, be entertaining. And I try to not bring up politics and religion and things like that on the show because like, of course we want people to live their lives and do what you guys want to do. And that's fine. However, when it comes to messing with people's lives, when we're talking about like the majority of society, not just the port, the ports, the parts of society where they are extra loud, um, we need to um, be aware of some things. And so we are going to talk about a cult today, and I'm calling it a cult because once we get into it, you'll understand why. Um, and when I say I don't want to talk about politics, you'll understand why I don't want to talk about politics. But um, because the 2024 elections are next year, and of course, like election season is always really stressful. Um, but again, we are talking about the majority of the people. And we, of course, like as always, when we talk about certain things on the podcast, we always want to make sure that we're starting a conversation and we want you guys to help initiate that with your friends and family and like keeping that going because we are only just two queers with the podcast and so like we can only get so far um also like please tell your friends about our show and what we're talking about today um so again this cult is also called a conspiracy and remember conspiracy is a word used to discredit somebody's belief systems and or the information that is factual and so we are going to be talking about the seven mountain mandate today i'm excited um and the reason why we're talking about this again is because the elections are next year and i just think it's really important for people to understand why things the way that the why things are the way that they are here in the american political system and again we're not here to like bash anybody I am just bringing factual information that I've researched, okay? Right. Whether you support former President Donald Trump or not, you probably have wondered or asked yourself, how is this man spewing all of this hatred and still have the following that he has? And he said in an interview, in a private interview, grab women by the pussy. And women still wanted to vote for him. 
Okay. So again, like let's let's take religion and politics out of it and let's just talk about the way that he was talking about treating women. That's not okay. No. Okay. Why does this man still have the following that he has today, knowing that he has done a lot of terrible things and is currently being indicted and is on trial right now in Georgia? And n- those nine individuals, a part of his uh, scheme, yes, are all in jail right now. And the picture the shots are great. Oh my God. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> I need a photo of that on a t shirt. Yes. I, yes. yes. Also, I don't know if you guys, you and Jen, have seen the Painkillers docuseries on Netflix. It's very tough to watch. In that docuseries, Rudy Giuliani was part of the three-person lawyer group that defended Purdue Pharmacology Mm. when Purdue Pharmacology was um, summoned to... Uh, court and okay. so you want to talk about like twisted pharmaceuticals uh-huh. and, yeah yeah and like how disgusting some people are they literally said in this docuseries that like rudy giuliani is like the worst of yeah. the worst um and the actors that were portraying these real life people when they were like oh i'm so and so these are the things that i have done in the past and the the guy that played rudy goes and i'm rudy giuliani and then just smiled because it's like yeah i need i say nobody more. even needs to say anything yeah, yeah. i i was like smacking nicholas he wasn't even there and i was like babe <laughs> rudy giuliani babe. was a part of this so okay back to the show the seven mountain mandate also known as the seven mountains the seven mountains mandate or seven mountains dominionism is a dominionist conservative christian movement with pentecost within pentecostal and evangelical christianity and they also have roots in catholicism Mm -hmm. they are the seven quote mountains or pillars to be transformed according to the mountains mandates these include and i will go into these further later um education religion family business government military arts and entertainment and then the media So you've got, um, so like when I was presenting this idea to Lars, I said, you know, some people feel like we have a lot of fires that we have to put out because we have extremism with religion. And again, like, you know, you have a religion, that's fine. But when you start dictating other people's lives and telling them what they need to be doing, then it's a problem. You have Moms for Liberty, um, the book banning. And so we feel like we have all of these fires that we have to put out. And where are all of these fires coming from? And they all stem from one thing, and that is the Seven Mountains Mandate, which is this cult-like upbringing. Like the something that comes to mind for me would be like drag queens, yes, and against the story, like trans hour. legislation, anything that's like up and like coming, or mm-hmm. anything that the people of the progressive left mm-hmm. or just the people want, almost, mm-hmm. or just it's squashed. Yes. Um, so the history behind this movement is believed by its followers to have begun in 1975 with a purported message from God delivered by two evangelicals, Lauren Cunningham, Bill Bright, and Francis Schaefer, ordering them to invade the, quote, seven spheres of society. The idea was not seriously considered until 2000 during a meeting between Cunningham and Lance Wallnau. Um, the movement came prominence after the 2013 publication of Lance Walnow's and Bill Johnson's 
Invading Babylon, the Seven Mountain Mandate. And I remember when this was coming out. The movement was generally supportive of President Donald Trump, with members Paula White becoming the president's, quote, spiritual advisor. Paula White claimed that Trump, quote, will play a critical role in Armageddon as the United States stands alongside Israel in the battle against Islam. They say that with every fucking conservative Republican president. Yes, yes. Every single one of them. He will help bring us what we need. And what it is that they want to bring is the end of times. They These people believe that they are so special that they are going to force Jesus Christ to come back alive and to rapture the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So they think that if they conquer these seven problems or these seven mountains, mm-hmm. then they will be able to bring Jesus back and they can all go to heaven. Yep. Imagine the thinking in somebody's mind when they think, I am such a good person that I am going to harm you, the people that you love, and I'm going to dictate what you should be doing with your life. Don't you dare tell me how to live my life because I'm living a perfect life so that I can be sent away to heaven while you rot mm-hmm. on earth, which is supposed to burn and turn into hell. Well, hey, guess what? Earth is already burning. I think we're, I, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I was going to say, I think we're already in hell. That's, no, that's not true. That's a triggering thing for me, Jaren. Don't you dare think that. Don't you go there. Don't you go there. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I'm, I, I don't mean to like. Do it. Do you know why it's such a huge deal for um, conservatives to make sure that our government is close with Israel. No. Because Israel is God's chosen people in the Bible. So if we stand with Israel uh-huh. and defend them, okay. then we are held in favor of, in the eyes of the Lord. Okay, but isn't Islam from Israel? No. Oh, okay. Israel is just is Jew, is the Jewish faith. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's why like conservatives get a hard-on. Mm-hmm. For any political advisor or any like political like candidate who runs for president, mm-hmm. if they're like, I'm gonna stand with Israel, it's like a fucking script. Oh, isn't isn't yeah? It's like, like uh, the um, uh, fuck Trump fucked with something over in Israel, right? He like declared something to be something over there, and then like it created an uproar for their country. There's so much Please that's hold. going on. There's just so much. Go- there's yeah. so much that has happened that yeah, I can't. Yeah, there's keep- so much going on. But I just wanted to like make sure that okay. you had some context of why that. No, I'm glad that, that you brought is. that up. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. In 2020, Charlie Kirk said, "Quote: Finally, we have a president that understands the seven mountains of cultural influence." During a speech at the Conservative Political Action Conference, and I bet you, I bet you, all those motherfuckers in the audience were just like. Yeah. yeah. They have yeah. no idea what the fuck he's talking about. No, no, because they go, <laughs> because real Christians, and I've met real Christians, Same. and I, I would side with them, but because they they say, oh, I'm a Christian, and then we have conservatives that are like, oh, I am Christian. And I'm like, oh, no, you're just, you're, you're saying that you're following the book of the God that, that, that Christians follow because it gets you votes, because mm-hmm. it, it helps push further your agenda, which really is just, again, the seven mountains bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So 
Dominionism, also known as Dominion Theology, is a group of Christian political ideologies that seek to institute a a nation that is governed by Christians and based on their understandings of biblical law. So again, Mm -hmm. one nation under Under God, God, under their God. Extents of rule and ways of acquiring governing authority by varied. For example, dominion theology can include theonomy, Mm -hmm. but does not necessarily involve advocacy of adherence to the Mosaic law as a basis of government. The label is primarily applied to groups of Christians in the United States. Um, Again, if you meet a Christian outside of the U.S., they do not follow any of this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I would also like to go ahead and say that the whole like hatred for like queer people and not just like trans but like man who lie with man that did not happen until like the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. up until then it was not an issue nobody gave a shit there was a, a turn yes yeah yes because they were running out of a platform to speak on and so mm-hmm. let's just start attacking minority groups because it's the only thing that we can stand on because all we can stand on is hate because we don't have any actual goals or things that we want to change with society and government. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody had sent me a TikTok recently of the, um, the uh, GOP candidates that were um, talking, they were doing their debate thing. And the one guy was talking about, I couldn't actually couldn't even get through the rest of the video because the second he said that we need more, Oh, uh, like, Police need to be able to do their job without getting without worried about being sued. Um, and we have a mental health crisis in America because we have an identity crisis in America because America it forgets that we are Christians. Yep. No, heard that a million times. No, this is not a Christian nation. This is a nation where you can be anybody and everybody that you want to be. And the one nation under God bullshit, like... That wasn't even at our conception. It was added years, hundreds of years later. Yes. Again, 1975, all of these things started Mm -hmm. to happen. In the 50s. Yes. Yes. Prominent adherents to those ideologies include Calvinist Christian Reconstructionism, Charismatic and Pentecostal Kingdom Now theology, and the New Apostolic, Apostolic Reformation. Apostolic. And there we go. Mm-hmm. Apostolic Reformation. Most of the contemporary movements that are labeled Dominion theology arose in the 1970s from the religious movements asserting aspects of Christian nationalism and Roman Catholic integralism. It is also sometimes considered to fall under the Dominionistic umbrella, but Catholic in, 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 integralist movement is much older and theologically marked different from Protestant Protestant dominionism since it is tied to the doctrine of the Catholic Church as being only the true church. These thoughts and beliefs don't just come from anywhere. They do come from the Bible because again, the Bible is like what you want it to be, you know, like interpret it how you want it mm-hmm. to be. The biblical base for the movement is derived from Revelation 17, uh, chapter 17, verses 1 through 18, wherein verse 9 reads, right, Mm -hmm. and here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains. The seven areas which the mountain believed control society and which they seek control are family, religion, education, media, entertainment, business, and government. They believe that their mission is to take over the world and is justified by Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. 
That could mean literally <laughs> that, that, that could literally mean like Fort Wayne symbolism, right? Mm-hmm. Fort Wayne is we are we are no, we are also called Summit City because we are on a summit, which means we are at a high point, and everywhere below us is lower. Like mm-hmm. we're at we're basically without being a mountain, we're a mountain. Yeah, and we are also known as the city of churches because we have thirteen different religions that exist here in our city. Mm-hmm. For me, that's that's what that would mean. Put my churches on a mountain. Put me as close to the sky as you possibly yeah. want. But this is being taken as, oh, the mountains. The mountains that we have to fix. The mountains that we have to conquer. Those mm-hmm. are the mountains we have to take care of. No, yeah. no, it's not. It's not. But again, you know, like, interpret it how you want. <laughs> God. By fulfilling the seven mountain mandate, they can bring back the end of, the, they can bring about the end of times. So they are going to be able to force jesus into coming back into world into the world and rapture everybody has anybody told you the story about how they believe like that will happen as far as like the other branches of christianity so like methodist catholics lutherans i don't know exactly what they believe Mm -hmm. but the pentecostal apostolic church that i was brought up in Mm -hmm. believe that the trumpets will sound and there's been debate on whether you actually hear it or not. Um, <laughs> only the true followers um, will hear it. Um, something like that. And I remember as a child being terrified every time I'd hear something like that. Because you think, oh my God, I would think, Yeah, I would mm-hmm. think that, oh God, is that the trumpet? Right. Um, but the Christ followers, mm-hmm. like the ones that have been baptized, mm-hmm. speak in tongues, like the people who, mm-hmm. just the people that go to church with you, basically, mm-hmm. will be taken up, like they'll just vanish. Oh. And their clothes will be left. Uh-huh. Their shoes will be left. Because you are born naked, you will yeah, leave naked. Yeah, you'll leave naked and you will, and then the, tribula- the tribulation will start. So like all the people that have been left on the earth will suffer. So like poverty, famine, n- like no jobs, nothing. Like you're mm-hmm. just nothing. And a person will come a- around along, like a leader, uh-huh. and will promise you all of these great things. And they'll make it better. And they'll fix the homes and they'll fix the economy and they'll fix all this. And that's the Antichrist. I'm literally like jaw mm-hmm. open because it seems a lot like what we're currently yeah. living in. But you have to remember that they have been talking about something like this happening for thousands of years. Thousands, yeah. Well, ever since Christ Jesus, died. Yeah, Christ died. But, and then you take the mark of the beast. If you give in to this leader and like, Oh, please, yes, help me, please help me, please help me. If you mm-hmm. give in to this leader, you'll have the mark of the beast on your head, Okay, which is like six, six, six or whatever the fuck it is. But we have interpreted like, Oh, is it like a barcode or is it like your cell phone? Like your mark of the beast? Like, what does that mean? Like, what is the mark of the beast? And then you like those red hats. <laughs> Cause it says they shall wear it on the, upon their forehead. Yeah. Um, but my acne, <laughs> My acne, my testosterone acne. Um, my stress my acne. My stress acne. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a little, give you a little snippet of like, that's that's what I have been taught. Okay, well, Isn't that terrifying? Yes. So you were talking about like when all of these things happen and then like basically what happens to everybody else on the planet is that they just... They eventually will just go to hell and the, the earth will open up and they'll fall in the yeah. core. Like at the and end then of God will the Vampire close, Slayer. Yeah, they'll close the earth and uh-huh. then the second heaven will come down on earth. And heaven and the the heaven the new heaven on earth will coexist, and that's the end. So then everybody, what comes back to earth? 
like you have like the people who like stuck it out and didn't give in so Uh they're like paradise that they're in paradise okay so they didn't get to go to heaven because they're losers they're second place okay okay so so like the second place people are on paradise on the on heaven and like okay the elite are up in the up in the skies okay with big daddy okay thanks sky daddy it is i haven't i haven't talked about that in so long that that i'm actually terrified that's terrifying <laughs> it, it the, and my they, poor little baby self and they told, oh my god and they told us i mean i i'm i'm i know that this has been informed has been told to me but again like i'm not remembering a lot of this stuff because i really tried to block all that shit uh-huh. out yeah but they indoctrinate children by telling them these things <laughs> It's terrifying. You live in fear. Yes. And yeah. at, at 30, what, 31, and you're 30. You're still 32. 30 shit. 32. You're still 32. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when I was a child and I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm 10 years old. And my parents were like, You're nine. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, seven, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Stop lying. It's a sin. <laughs> but you're having people children. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Grow up into adults that are fearful. I still don't like. I mean, I used to love scary stuff where they talk about like possessions and stuff, but now because I'm traumatized and that brought that shit back up, then I'm like, uh, that shit freaks me the fuck out. And I have to go through those mental gymnastics of calming myself down and being like, if that was real, there would be other signs that would say, like, hey, this is this, you're in trouble. Yeah. But also, like, because of the way that religion was brought into my life, those are core beliefs of mine that I current day do not believe in, but they still linger and they get they get muddy with my current belief system. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, I want to explain more in detail the seven mountains of yes. societal influence. Let's do it. So, one religion. Every society has some type of belief in a superior being or beings. In East, religions tend to have polytheistic, meaning many gods, or outright... Idolatrous. There we go. Such uh, So that is like Hinduism or Buddhism. I Although the statue. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, those, and even then, those statues are of people who said, please do not make statues of me. Even though that we have fucking Mary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I just had to it's sprinkle okay. that in there. Okay. <laughs> but she was a virgin. The statue of Mary. Um, although these religions are thousands of years old, they nonetheless continue to thrive today. In the West, Christianity and Catholicism are more predominant, but postmodern views are increasingly being accepted and the concept of God is being rejected. This is especially true in Europe. The Christian church is described in the Greek language as the ecclesia ecclesia literally translated the word ecclesia means governing body although we don't condone theocracies and this transition suggests that the church should have great influence in all other spheres that make up a society with a plethora of categorized religions around the world it is the church's responsibility to reach the lost of the love and gospel of jesus christ and expand the kingdom in his ministerial efforts both naturally and internationally Missionary work. Yes. Yeah. Because, um, like, I had a relative come into the salon several months ago, and she was talking about why her megachurch has 
a coffee shop in it and why, all of them do yes because why do you why do you why do you need a coffee shop oh so that we can serve coffee but what are you doing with that money oh so that we can pay for missions what's a mission so we can go out there and spread the word of the lord yeah because we got to go save those people because in their minds in that in that religion your god that loves you so much birthed you and said that you are a sinner and he is so sick and tired of your bullshit that he is so sick of his own creation that in order for you to prove to him that you are worthy of his love, you have to worship him and do all of these other things to be a quote a, 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 a good person. Which I think that those those beliefs of like, you know, do good, be good, don't hurt other people, I think those are great things. But to say if you do do those things, then you're damned for all eternity in another realm of hell. Mm-hmm. But if we're all if we're all sinners and we're all imperfect, if you do not hear about the word of God, then you are automatically going to hell. Tell me again how that God loves you that much to put you on this planet. And if you are one of those unlucky people who live in a society that have never heard about his teachings, then you're going to hell. There's a small yeah, there is a small percentage of the world who is completely um isolated. Yes. And it is unfair yeah. to say those things. I think that we live in a, a day and age where we are very, very connected with technology. Mm-hmm. If you are not one of those isolated communities or civilizations mm-hmm. that are still popping around, mm-hmm. then like you have heard about Jesus Christ. Right. In his in his like in his religion or not his religion, but his teachings and right. and the belief of Christianity. Right. And I know that where they're going with it because they want to be able to do outreach programs. Like they want right. to go there and they want to do hands on things with, with the children especially. Mm-hmm. And like they want to build like churches and schools and I get that. Mm-hmm. You think but, you're doing something good because you're trying to save somebody, right? And I think mm-hmm. maybe I've brought this up before, but like I think that we are on both two complete opposite ends of a spectrum where Lars and I think that we're doing good by telling people like, please don't force your agenda of being Christian on me because I don't want it because it, it it's har- it's harmful to people because we are products of being harmed. Mm-hmm. And then they are on the other end. They're like, but I got to save you. It's, it's my duty to make sure that you go where I'm going. Yeah. So I think we are, again, we're so divided that we're not willing to meet each other in the middle and be like, you know, yeah. do, do your own thing. Yeah. You know, I think again, we're both, we both think that we're doing the right thing. Right. Um, and again, like we're not trying to push an agenda on anybody. We are just simply talking about these things because this is affecting the, our country. And it's just a conversation mm-hmm. about past and present experiences. Mm-hmm. Because of this, belief system this ideology that these people have this is and will continue to harm our community people are suffering because of it right right yeah so family in functional society the family is the quote building block of the community through the bible you will find familial examples that portray how we ought to live our lives today God desires that men, women, and children within a family be united as one in his love. After all, he is the ultimate father. That is from Romans 8, 14 to 17. The families of the United States have been under constant and prolonged attacks. Oh, no. Today, the assailants are fatherlessness, divorce, so 50% rate in secular and Christian marriages, abuse, homosexual marriage, pornography, and negative influences have brought great dysfunction to American life. God is calling fathers and mothers, both spiritually and biologically, which is funny because I I know a lot of 
spiritual and non-biological parents who are treated like shit right um to bring order to the chaos that the enemy has unleashed against families in america he also (laughs) wants to bring healing to marriages and relationships within families in order to maintain a moral foundation for children in the future to stand upon so again tell me how donald trump who has gone through three marriages is right the is gonna help you guys our savior right or um lauren bobert who um her of age son got his underage girlfriend pregnant. Yep. That is I bet statutory. you're pro life now or pro choice now, aren't you, baby? That is statutory rape. Right. Also, she's getting a divorce. So like mm. Mm. throw stones at glass houses, bitch. Yeah. Swear to God. I I I, I am a boulder. Throw me. <laughs> throw me. <laughs> Fucking A dude. So education. At one time, the education system of America is unapologetically incorporated in the Bible, prayer to the God of the Bible, and biblical values and aspect of the school life. Not coincidentally, this system produced a people that produced the most powerful and prosperous nation of the earth has ever seen. Now the children of our nation are inuated with liberal ideologic ideologies, aesthetic aesthetic teaching and postmodern principles in our public schools and in most universities, including many Christian institutions institutions put simply they are being indoctrinated with often false biased and anti-biblical information a reintroduction of biblical truth and bible centric values is the key to renewal and restoration in america's falling education system so again removing books from the Mm -hmm. libraries and also like these things are being pushed heavily because they are seeing a decline in interest of Christianity yeah. and and specifically this extreme version of Christianity. And it's all their fault. Yes. Yes. Because all you, all you have done is teach hate. Well, the church has, has damaged many people mm-hmm. and it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the government in Proverbs 1434 states that quote, righteousness exalts a nation, but a sin is, but sin is a reproach to any people. Many times is exemplified in the Old Testament, a nation's moral standards are dependent on those exhibited by leaders or predominantly political party. While each individual is responsible for his or her own sins, the fact remains that people are greatly influenced by those morals or lack thereof that popular leaders adopt. The progressive liberal agenda empowered by well-known men and women in the arts and entertainment industry have made significant gains in the political arena over the past few decades. In fact, many liberal groups, such as the ACLU, seeks to reform anything related to God or Christianity from the governmental and educational systems because of a misapplied interpretation of the phrase, quote, separation of church and state. So separation of church and state what is not even um, a law. It's It was an idea that Jefferson wrote in a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. It's not even a law. It's not even the, it's not in the Constitution. It's not the Bill of Rights. It's literally an idea. Yeah. Which it should be, like there should be separation of church and state. Right. But again, it's just one of those things that's taken out of context and just because without sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Without separation of church and state, we are just the white Christian version of Muslim countries where. America yeah. loves to shit on Muslim countries and yep. they'd be like, you know, can you believe that they 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 te- they they tell people they should treat their women like this and you know everything is governed by their religion and we are being told that here in America because they are not Christian. 
Yeah. If they were Christians, it wouldn't be a big deal, and we would be doing the same thing that they are. But because they are Muslim, and they are not of white Christianity, they are talked down about. Mm -hmm. Um, They are used to instill fear in people. But we're doing the exact same fucking thing here in America, Mm -hmm. just with a different deity and a different religious name and a different color of your skin. Yeah. I just wish that just America would just own it. Yeah. Why don't we just own it? Instead of talking about the melting pot or the mosaic or when we built the Statue of Liberty to bring in people who are different from us, mm-hmm. let's just accept of what we are because we're not that. That's not what we are. No, that's not what we are anymore. No. We haven't been that in a very long time. Yeah. Um, again, like what Lars had talked about in a several episodes ago, on paper, America sounds great. great. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. The intention was there. Yeah. But intention was there money and religion and term limits <laughs> oh yeah we really needed term limits thanks madison yeah so with the media <laughs> the media mountain includes news sources such as radio tv news stations newspaper internet news and opinion blog sites etc the media has potential to sway popular opinion on current issues biased on its reporting, which is not always truthful or accurate, which that is very true. Even my favorite news station, CNN, I'm like, hey, hold on a second. That seemed a very biased thing that you just said. There. They're all owned by the same. They're all owned by certain families that push their own agenda. Did you know that um, Hurricane Hillary was we did you did you see what fox news said on live television it's like a comedy sketch now and they go (laughs) the woman goes and we're just letting hurricane hillary into our country because it's biden's america (laughs) as if hurricane hillary was like an immigrant seeking refuge We're going to just let her in. I told Nicholas that, and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to uh, put the walls back up. (sighs) It's an SNL sketch now. I know. The whole fucking country. Uh, I bet (laughs) the aliens aliens that watch our planet. They roll their windows up every time they drive by. Yes, they lock their doors. They lock their doors like white people lock their car doors when they're driving through downtown Fort Wayne. (laughs) Your face and mannerisms while you're explaining that to me killed me. It's so funny because it's so dumb. I know. And, and, and people listen to that and they're like, you know what? You're right. You're like, that hurricane's a bitch. <laughs> Fuck Hillary. Fuck that hurricane. Oh, you know, that makes sense. No wonder why it's they Hillary. Said yeah, because her name's Hillary. Like, well, Hillary Clinton is. Mm-mm. Anyway, she's not cute. The media has potential to sway accurate in the 2008 elections. Oh, oh, and I want to, I want to also make sure I make this clear. Current day Christianity says that Jesus Christ's words are quote, woke, literal talking points. (laughs) The deity that they worship is too liberal for, for current day conservative Christianity. He flipped a table in a temple. Because right. he got fucking mad. Right. If Jesus is if Jesus's talking points are too liberal for you, then what are you? What, what are you? What are you doing? Incredible. I they don't even know their own main character. No. <laughs> so what are you? It, it's just like so. What what are you worshiping then? You're you're an idea. I, there we go. An idea. An idea hatred. that's up in your brain that mm-hmm. can never 
I hope it's never achieved, but right. Also, wokeism. Um, well, uh, I don't want to get into it today because I didn't do the research on it, but I did um, learn that wokeism is actually um, is it a thing now. Well, the the roots the roots of where the term woke come from dates back to like slavery times. Oh, um, interesting. And it's problematic today because of that. But okay, yeah. The generally supportive political race. Okay. Um, there has been a rise of Christian news services, which is needed. <laughs> However, to bring transformation to the mountain of media, uh, Christians who are gifted for and called into this type of work um, must be willing to report righteously and truthfully in the secular marketplace, which obviously I hate that word secular. Not. I do too. Mm. So arts and entertainment in this mountain, we find some of the most influential forces shaping our society, music, filmmaking, television, social media, and the performing arts drive the cultural taste values and standards of nation citizens, particularly its youth. <laughs> they get so mad because they don't control that. Right. Yeah. Because you, you can't control art Mm-mm. with a heavy rel reliance on the strong appeal of sex drugs and alcohol the arts entertainment industry wields significant influence the body of christ which i i think that's where they come up with like the um illuminati bullshit but i still think the illuminati is real not in the sense of like double devil worshiping but in the sense of uh uh-huh like just a bunch of elite people who have money who rule the world who rule the world yeah and the like worshiping the devil thing i think that maybe like that ritualistic stuff comes from um an idea that like selling your soul to devil yeah mm. we're not gonna get into it yeah we're not gonna that's scary stuff yeah um with heavy resilience the strong appeal of sex drugs and alcohol and arts entertainment influence the body of christ <laughs> the body of christ needs powerful righteous men and women who are not afraid to take their god-given talent into the arts entertainment arenas people ready to further his purpose while impacting those who are lost in darkness and would not otherwise be interested in any kind of Christian messages is a trans in traditional forms. Mm. So you, <laughs> that's where you've got, um, and I'm proud to be an American <laughs> propaganda. Yes. Yeah. Propaganda. But like I said, that's why they get so frustrated with the entertainment businesses because it's so powerful it's hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get a hold of and, and regulate that and what's going in and out. Cause it is freedom. It's a freedom of speech. You're right. Um, also one last thing about churches. If you go to church again, fine, whatever, do what you want to do. Fine. That's fine. However, if you are in church and your pastor, priest, father, a uh, person who up there, Rabbi, whatever, right. <laughs> if they talk about politics, uh, specifically like presidential campaigning, you legally can get them removed from their tax exemptions yep. if they are talking about politics because they are not there to talk about politics. They're talk. They're there to talk to you about your book, your belief system. Your and you deity. need to leave right away. <laughs> you, yes. Get out of there. Um, have you heard of the people who have been kicked out of their churches because they are no longer able to contribute financially? like they used to so people mm. so churches are kicking them out of their congregation because they they're are not no, tithing uh-huh they're not tithing like they used to so the <laughs> seventh and final mountain business the ability to literally create wealth through ingenuity enterprise creativity and effort and is a god-given gift and a universal impulse the market's an economic system that emerge whether people whatever people are 
free to pursue and buying and selling become the livelihood of a nation. This includes anything from farms to small businesses to large corporations. Of course, this realm is prone to corruption through idolatry. Idolatry. Idolatry, thank you. (laughs) Greed and covetness. 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 Covetousness. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Hallelujah. I swear to God, I did read all of this stuff before, but I did not read it out loud. You can tell. It's okay. You can tell when I read a a word that's really big, I'm like, "Mm, this is probably what it sounds like. And then I move on. (laughs) (laughs) In response, the church must embrace its responsibility to train up those who are called to this marketplace to manage businesses and provide leadership with integrity and honesty. That's why you've got businesses that will use... um, we have a couple businesses here in Fort Wayne that are like God's automotive and <laughs> Jesus Christ car sales, like Sunrise Bakery. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call you out on that, but I don't know. It could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Rise and roll. Rise and roll. Well, but that could be like they're, they're Amish. Oh, that's an Amish company. Just kidding. <laughs> but but they are tax exempt because they're Amish. It's a business mm-hmm. that's tax exempt because yeah. they are owned by a group of people who follow a specific religion. Mm-hmm. And again, like if I were to follow a specific religion, I could be tax exempt as a business owner, but I'm not because yeah. I don't follow a religion. Right. Lastly, we believe that it is the Lord's will to make his people prosperous and that he desires for his church to use and his wealth to finance and the work of kingdom expansion. Simply put, prosperity with purpose. And those are the seven mountains mandates. And this stuff is dangerous because it is affecting the major- uh, it is affecting people who do not believe or follow or agree with these I- ideologies, these belief systems. But yet, like here in America, we vote on people who are going to represent the majority of the people that are voting. But really, it's just representing one nation under God. Also, the people who believe in it are are hurting themselves. In the long run, because they're getting fucked over. Yes. Um, like abortion laws. Yeah. In the future, when your daughter essayed mm-hmm. by her father, something that has happened multiple times, multiple times in this country. Yeah. She now has to, she's now forced to carry that incested child to full term. And now there is going to be another human in this world with mental, physical disabilities who is inbred, who's going to. I don't the public see. ridicule that they would go through if anybody right. found out. Right. It is amazing to me how many people who believe in certain things don't stop and think about the gray area. Mm-hmm. They don't think about the long term. How would you feel if you were put in this situation? Right. Because I know that you know this, but a lot of the people who I grew up with never stop and think about, hey, people don't and like getting abortions. Like that's not a a thing that people like doing right it's It's, not enjoyable it's it's not Um, like they're doing it because they get a punch card yeah it's all gray Mm -hmm. it's not black and white no and those are the 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 christians that i know and the ones that respect me and i have respect for them are the ones that think in the gray and again those are those are real christian people those are people who have empathy those are people who have life experience Mm -hmm. to me in my in my view god is the he's out of the box Mm-hmm. Like he's in that gray area. It's you don't know what you would do or with the actions or, or the things that you would say until you're put in that situation. Right. <sighs> okay. So very, very good subject. Toe tap. 
Tap. I, yeah, I really um, hope that we were able to get things started um, and that you folks are able to accelerate this conversation. Um, of course, like in a safe environment. We hope this wasn't too heavy. And again, like I don't want us to be a political podcast. And I know that people come to us because they want to hear a plethora of things. But this is just something that I could not let go. Because it was heavy on your heart. It was heavy on my heart. Yeah. yeah, I felt that it was important for people to know. And even if you don't agree with what we're talking about, I do still think that it is important for you to understand why America is so upset and angered with conservatism mm-hmm. and Christianity. These are the branches of Christianity that make me sick when people say the word Jesus, Bible, God, bless you, mm-hmm. because of these these views and opinions and these the things that these people say. That's what brings that sickness in my stomach. Yeah, so. I would say the same. I I feel the same sickness, but I understand how these people think because at one point... You were one of them. I was one of those people. Agreed. I agree. And it, it blows my mind how different I am. And it took something for me to just accept who I was as a trans man. And mm-hmm. at first, a quote-unquote lesbian. Mm-hmm. It, took that, it took that much. Mm-hmm. For me to like understand, oh, this is not from you. This is not real. Yep. It made me f- understand God's complexity. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good way of thinking of saying that. Yeah. I will never forget the uh, pastor that I saw on TikTok recently. Mm-hmm. Um, he said something. I can't remember his name for the life of me. I wish I did, but he was um, preaching and he said something along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing: "You shouldn't get out of shape, all out of shape, because you can't understand." the work of God's complexity because you can't understand it. Like you can't understand his creations and he's meaning like people mm-hmm. and okay. like people who are gay, people who are trans, who people who are all of the above mm-hmm. who are different and think differently than you. Right. And it just really struck me. And so I think about that a lot. That is good. Yeah. But anyway, aliens are real. Yeah. So like <laughs> one specific God is not real. <laughs> I, 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 I believe that we're all just trying to, you know, they are all just belief systems of what you think align with your morals, and then you follow that for yourself. You do not follow that to tell other people what they should be doing, and you do not follow that so that you can have some sort of political, financial, or emotional gain from it, and yeah. that's where it becomes dangerous, and that's yeah. the, those things are dangerous here in not only just our country, but in, like, the entire world. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it too. So, but anyway, um, we love you guys so much. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and listening. Take yes. care of yourself for the rest of the week. Yes, and uh, next week will not be anything political or religious. Promise. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, enjoy your pumpkin spice and um, stay cool. Drink water because cool. it's like talking about rapture oh it's like hell God. on earth right now it was so hot it's you, fucking today, you nasty. guys every time i come out of the house my keys get sweaty my toes are sweating right now anyway i'm i'm hungry i'm gonna let you guys go okay <laughs> we love you guys we love you so much <laughs> this is us signing out bye, bye.